0: It is our first podcast. We've made it. We have made it. We've kind of been uh, planning this for a little while. I yep. was having issues with how to start the podcast. <laughs> like, hi, how are you? You don't like, have it, to go into the first does graphic. It, does it need to be something big? I'm used mm. to a, you know, a camera light coming on and a green screen and monitors and weather graphics. And so now this, your first
1: alert forecast. Yeah, with... and this is, uh, this is just
0: us yep. talking about weather. So welcome to Are You Serious?
1: Are You Serious? I think we should clear the air, too, because there's... People even hear, yeah, that we had to teach what a cirrus cloud was. Right, we're doing a little play on words here. <laughs> so, are you
0: serious? Yeah. Are you serious? Cirrus mm. high cloud, thirty thousand feet in the air. Yeah. Made of ice crystals, but beautiful sunny Sirius? day. Are you serious? And it was your
1: idea. Actually, my wife's. If she's landing in it. So yeah, big thank you to Emily for the you yes. and the us. Great. It's a conversation, a weather conversation. Or maybe just a conversation some days, I don't yeah. know, between you all and us. And I'm excited to see where this goes. Me too. This we is don't know what we're doing. This is new. We've had a little trending with the OTT desk and yeah. these
0: mics, but. And I think it's really cool, sort of, how this whole thing got started. Yeah. Uh, we had been talking about a podcast, doing a podcast, and then Hurricane Ian hit. Mm. And you and I, yeah. for most of the day, were together on what we call the BAM. A um, little inside story about BAM stands for Big Blank <laughs> Monitor. That's the big monitor. When we're not doing weather at the green screen, we're yeah. doing weather at the BAM, the big blank monitor. And so the day of in, you and I were together on the BAM for a large chunk of the day, and... I've often said it was kind of like television magic. We were just kind of completing each other's sentences and had the same train of thought on what we were going to talk about next and just sort of a natural flow,
1: and it just felt good. That was one of those things. We didn't plan that either. Didn't plan it at all. It just happened. We were like, oh, let's try this out. And, it I mean, it paid off. People even messaged us saying really love the tag team aspect there. So maybe that's something we'll do in the future. I will tell you that Ian – was one of those where it kind of got the creative flow and juices going for us. no doubt. And I think this is kind of a a birthing story to the podcast itself. So really excited for not only us to talk, but to get questions Questions. from some of the comments. And I got to thinking, too, what about for, like, each episode we do, like, a question of the week? I love it. Maybe that way they can answer the question, you can answer the question. So I thought of one for the first week. And this can be for people viewing at home. This could be for you. This could be for me. Where did your interest in weather begin?
0: I'll answer. Um, literally for as long as I can remember. Mm. Um, I've never, I'm. you know, I, I totally understand kids and I've met kids who I want to be a firefighter and a policeman and a doctor and a nurse and a teacher. And they kind of always go through it. Yeah. I have always been fascinated by weather it's all I've ever wanted to do. I kind of changed it. I want to do, I never originally wanted to do TV. I wanted Mm. to be, you know, like a classic teenager. I'm going to be a storm chaser. And then it kind of evolved to being a meteorology teacher or maybe teaching at a college level. Um, But there was a story that my grandmother always told me. Um, I was really young. We lived out in the country outside of Charlotte and she had a big garden and it was a typical summer day in the Carolinas, hot, humid. And so we were out in the garden and we were, Picking vegetables, and I was maybe two or three, could just barely walk. And a sudden summer storm blew up, like they always do. So she grabbed everything, ran up to the house, thinking I was right behind her. And when she got to the porch, she turned around, and there's little three year old Jamie with rain pouring down in his face. And I'm just like looking at the clouds, thunder, and lightning. Um, That's kind of my first. Glimpse Real of memory and glimpse of
1: my obsession with awesome. Weather. Yeah, mine was a fear. Yeah, I was terrified of storms, and I just remember anytime there was severe weather, always watching the TV twenty four seven. Local mm-hmm. meteorologist, mom worked in the business, still does, and I just kind of grew up in yeah. TV to where I was like, okay, if these people are helping me that fear kind of turned into the fascination a little bit later age but there was always something about weather and it's still mind-blowing to me to think like we're predicting the future yeah with all the tools yeah Yeah, well we we do sometimes we we get (laughs) get as close as we can right but it's just crazy to me to see how much it's evolved too yeah and i'm sure we could do a whole episode on that down the road oh yeah um but yeah, I would love to know too if people are watching yeah. their fascination with weather. You could comment on their Facebook, YouTube. I'd love to see that. And a lot but of times, it goes back to a specific event. I know, um, big time events.
0: Um, for me, it was again in Charlotte. Obviously, I knew, but um, being in uh, junior high school mm. in Charlotte when Hurricane Hugo hit. Yeah. Um, and at the time, you know, this was 1989, so there wasn't as much. Uh, you know, today, you know, we'll we'll talk about a hurricane. For a week yeah. before it even thinks about getting mm-hmm. here. There was really in Charlotte at least, there wasn't much mention of Hugo and impacts that far inland until a little bit the night before. And I distinctly remember mm-hmm. watching my mentor on television at the time saying, Yeah, tomorrow's gonna be windy and rainy, and that was about it. Yeah. Little did we know that it was gonna be a hundred mile per hour gust and the worst storm in the history of the Carolinas as far as, you know, damage and uh, especially in that Charlotte area, which it, you know rarely gets that kind of impact. So that was what really solidified it uh, for me, sort of nail in the coffin. Hugo, yeah, this is this is what I'm doing.
1: That's awesome. And also, too, when we were brainstorming this podcast, we were kind of like, all right, we're going to have weather trinkets here, basically, yeah. that we're going to bring in. Uh, we have some of our books that we had in yeah. classes. We have, uh, I brought this one for you, and I'm really going to let you borrow <laughs> this. This, one. this is the backyard weather folklore. So you hear a lot of like, oh, woolly worm back in Kentucky yeah. is a big thing. Yep. But it basically grades them a plus d minus if you're looking for that we could post that at some point i love yours though uh yeah this
0: uh lightning photograph it's uh technically the first photograph ever taken of lightning uh and it was given to me by a classmate in grad school uh, at unc charlotte as a graduation gift and i've always had it with me always kept it and i was like you know what i'll i'll bring that in to Add to the set here. Yeah. Look. so yeah, we'll change that. it up too, or something. Yeah. I'm and sure all kind of
1: different things. <laughs> but we were talking about, and you said something that was really, really spot on in a way, and it's kind of concerning too. Being in mm-hmm. the business, it's usually one storm that gets people's interest, but it's yeah. usually also one storm that kind of gets people to finally pay attention. Yeah, which is what this whole week has been about with severe weather yeah. awareness, severe week, weather for awareness for us. week. Yeah, so severe weather awareness week, we do this for people to prepare now. Yep. That's the biggest thing that we can tell you. Yeah.
0: Um, Because
1: you need to be prepared always.
0: Yeah. Um, And it doesn't, we're sort of in a, in a interesting little part of the country as far as severe weather seasons go. I've been here 16 years now. We've had some springs and classic severe weather seasons that have just been like one after the other, after the other, after the other and tornadoes and severe thunderstorms. We'll have others where it'll be absolutely nothing. So Mm -hmm. it's not like Oklahoma or Kansas where you have a really defined, you know, three-month severe weather season where just about all of it happens. Um, Ours is kind of strung out and spread out, and some springs you get it, some springs you don't. We actually end up, when you look at the numbers, actually get most of our severe weather reports early to Mm -hmm. mid-summer. those are kind of those typical isolated pop-up yeah. storms, blow down some trees, knock some hail in a couple of spots. Rarely do you get a significant tornado, but we have had significant tornado outbreaks in the past. All of them have happened in the spring. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's just one of those things. It's, it's almost like hurricanes around
1: here, you know. you One season, two seasons, three seasons go by, you get nothing then you get slammed interesting too because when i moved to the carolinas you said it passed it's kind of like split there was always that second severe weather season in kentucky and indiana and the ohio valley yeah but it never was to the intensity of the carolina's second severe weather season yeah. in fact i was looking at some of the climatology and for severe weather awareness week one of the questions we asked was all right which month on average has the most tornadoes for south carolina mm-hmm at one point it was september september because of hurricanes hurricanes yeah you forget about it but yeah. like that is just another intricate part of it right now i think april's leading over the past 25 right. years but still yeah. september is about the same on average yep and, in it's, tornadoes. and it's all
0: because of tropical storms mm. and hurricanes and it, as we've seen many times it doesn't have to be direct landfalling ones yep. a lot of times you know a storm comes up from the gulf florida panhandle mm-hmm. kind of rides up i95 notorious tornado producers for this area so you know it's not like it just shuts down after the spring we're always any every month of the year we've had tornadoes
1: every single month of the year in this part of this the country in the Carolinas. so i want to kind of dive into on severe weather awareness week because we made some really good promos that you kind of did in the middle Mm -hmm. teaching a little bit more than we normally do yeah To get people prepped, because I feel like we're in a weather smart, like most markets, you have to kind of dumb it down in a way, in a fashion. I feel like here, you don't really have to do that. People understand CAPE or storm fuel. They understand energy. The one thing that most people, and you may get this too, the risk of severe weather, still something we're trying to fine-tune they have the slight the marginal the enhanced Which it's just is so bad it's, it's really bad <laughs> and it's
0: and it's classic government for you this isn't so basically what we're talking about here is the storm prediction yep. center um it's a branch of the national weather service a branch of NOAA, uh, and their job every single day of the year is to outline parts of the country for the risk of Severe weather, which is
1: very tough to do,
0: very tough to do. And these are absolutely brilliant scientists. Mm-hmm. But as often the case, scientists are not the best at communicating yeah. what they're trying to forecast. So their risk levels start at marginal, mm-hmm. which is the lowest goes which to like, OK, cool, yeah, goes to slight which then goes to enhanced, Mm -hmm. which goes to moderate, and then the worst is high. Well, if you ask anybody on the street which sounds worse, you're going to get a lot of different answers. Enhanced may sound worse than high or worse than moderate, but marginal and slight are kind of interchangeable. Um, And there were some studies done specifically a couple of years ago that stated just that. This is not really clear language to convey especially to the general public Uh, so that's when we started flipping it simple plain simple that's kind of my my motto for life just keep it simple one to five one low risk high very high risk
1: and extreme and i think it's been replicated well yeah. and it's not just us i mean broadcast meteorologists all across kind of we're kind of the guinea pigs i've yeah. thought about this yeah yeah like they come out with something we have to get it and it be based off them we get the reaction okay this mm-hmm. i'm confused right and it's kind of a work in progress because there's just much more than meteorology than just us we have aviation we have a government we right. have we have so many facets of it but i do think the level one to five has helped yeah a lot because we have three minutes <laughs> on a good day to get
0: the forecast out, three minutes and that's a good day. That's, yeah. that's you know there's something big coming. We got three minutes, maybe three and a half if it's a hurricane mm. rolling in. So we don't have a lot of time to explain and break down. So that level one through five was sort of the broadcast way of simplifying um, that risk. I'm glad you brought that up though yeah. because um, I was kind of looking back as we were getting ready for this week at the uh, numbers that we've had and a marginal risk, the level one. It's literally almost every day. All the time in the From summer. May to August, you're pretty much in a level mm-hmm. one risk almost every day. Yeah, uh, Level two, we get frequently, yeah. um, especially spring, summer. You get into a level three, a little more unusual. We may get one, yeah. two, three each yeah. year. Um, and then a level four, uh, we always call it the kiss of death because mm-hmm. it seems like since you've been here. For sure. Uh, every time we get a level four, it kind of ends up being... A big nothing burger. <laughs> yeah,
1: I went into that too, and I don't know. I would love to dive into it, or maybe someone that maybe our storm chaser fans or whatever. It seems like too every time that we have a level four, there's always another moderate or level four out to the west. Yeah. And what typically happens is if they have a big day in the deep south. Mm-hmm. Our day is usually less active. Yeah, I can't confirm that. That's no, just no, it's, me. And, no, it's
0: absolutely true. You you, oh, you suck so much energy out of the atmosphere on the big day. That's what it feels like here. Yeah, and it's just you, you can't, can't
1: replenish it. it.
0: Yeah, mm. exactly, exactly. And then uh, the level five, the high risk. Yeah. that's sort of the that's the holy grail for storm chasers. It's yeah. dreaded for everybody else because they are fairly rare. Um, as far as level five Hot high risk days that we've had in the Carolinas, specifically this area. Uh, Going all the way back to 1982, so basically 41 years, we've had a level five risk only three times. Um, The first was March 28th, 1984. That was the worst tornado outbreak in South Carolina history. Mm. Um, There was a tornado here in Horry County, just north of Conway. That one uh, did a lot of damage, was an EF2. Uh, The big tornadoes that day were Bennettsville, Lumberton, Laurenburg, in fact, Bennettsville, most of the city of Bennettsville was destroyed. It was two EF4 tornadoes literally back to back. And the second one, this still blows my mind, uh, holds the record as one of the largest tornadoes in the Carolinas, two and a half miles wide, two and Whoa. a half mile wide tornado. That's a plane storm. Yeah. And in Bennettsville, you know, that's not Oklahoma City, not Dallas, not Wichita, Kansas. Those a massive tornado. Uh, tremendous amounts of damage from that and continued all the way into eastern North Carolina uh, about, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I think around 55 deaths Mm. uh, in the Carolinas and thousands and thousands of injuries from that tornado outbreak. Uh, The other high risk level five day that we had here was March 1991. Um, Most of the tornadoes with that one were kind of back off to the west mainly across the midlands into north carolina and then most recently april 2011 uh, we had a high risk uh, that extended kind of down into ory county the rest of the area was under a level four so all of us were under a level four or level five um that april uh 2011 outbreak was mainly in north carolina i think there were about 30 deaths there Uh, but we ended up with six tornadoes in georgetown county that Mm -hmm. day uh, three or four in Robson County up near Lumberton. I think we had one here in Horry County. Uh, we were kind of on the tail end of that outbreak, uh, and then it really exploded in North Carolina. But uh, if you see us talking about a level five, yeah. it's it's about to get real, yeah. and, and you need to take you need to take them all seriously. But thankfully, we don't get too much of that.
1: And keep in mind too, we we've kind of evolved this. The Storm Prediction Center has done a great job in saying, "All right." We're more confident now in issuing a day six area to watch, day seven area to watch. So you may even now see a first alert from us almost a week out. That would be a big event. But we had one recently, but six days. Okay, hey, we're going to watch this. And then, of course, we sort of say, okay, this is more west. Yeah. And start... But this is what this podcast is great for. Yeah, getting into the nitty-gritty, getting into the weeds. and we would never be able to talk about right. this. You would never get to your seven-day right. or
0: current temperatures for that factor. Um, and, and kind of leading into our severe weather seasons and how we don't always have big ones, um, we have the ingredients in place a lot, um, but it's rare that those ingredients 100% overlap yeah. each other. So in the winter... And in the spring around here, we have just incredible amounts of wind energy. Yeah, Tons of wind shear Mm -hmm. with almost every system that comes through. What we're lacking is the heat and the humidity. In the summer, we get the heat and the humidity, but the the atmosphere is still getting used to all this. uh, But the atmosphere in the summer is usually dead still. You know, you have all the fuel, but you don't have the wind shear. You don't have the wind speeds in the atmosphere. So in the summer, we can get severe storms, but they blow up. They blow down some trees put down a little hail and then they collapse and then they're done in the winter when you have all that wind shear but not fuel a lot of times you'll get more of a fast moving line of gusty downpours so you know every once in a while though you'll get both you'll get all the fuel you'll get all the, the wind shear and that usually does happen as we head into this time of the year
1: and that's something that I think it's interesting because for the summertime one thing i had to get used to when moving here was sea breeze storms oh yeah that sea breeze in the yeah. summer can enhance oh yeah storms like crazy it was never used to that yeah at all so just to see that that's another ingredient there for the small sliver about a month when it yeah. takes place yeah. can also add fuel to the fire now i will tell you the big key to this is you can't have too much of one thing in fact we've seen some of this where there's been way too much wind shear. Oh, yeah. Or there's been way... You have CAPE off the roof. You oh, have yeah. storm fuel off yeah. the roof. Yep. But you don't have everything else.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's literally It's a delicate a perfect, balance. And a lot of times in the summer when we have CAPE or storm fuel, CAPE for the Weather Geek, convective available potential energy, which is basically... <laughs> <Push the> glass. <laughs> yeah, <up>. yeah, <laughs> uh, which is basically the amount of energy or yeah. storm fuel in the atmosphere. And a lot of times in the summer, uh, we will get just a tremendous yeah. amount. CAPE is... You know, let's throw some numbers out here just to get geeky okay. since, since this is our first podcast. So let's say it's a normal day in July. It's 92 degrees. Mm-hmm. It's humid. Your cape is probably going to be 2,000, 3,000. Which, joules per kilogram. Joules per kilogram, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into the uh, into the scientific <laughs> equation for that later. Uh, yeah, joules per kilogram. So let's just say 2,000. That's yep. kind of a standard summer day yeah, for sure. around here sometimes. I've seen days around here where we're up around 5,000, which is just an extreme amount of fuel and instability in the atmosphere. On a a winter day, though, uh, when we have a storm system coming through, we may be lucky to get two or 300. Mm. Um, But on those days when it is high, 4,000, 5,000, literally everywhere gets a storm, storms Mm -hmm. blow up all over the place. Those are those days where it just – summer afternoons where it just rains everywhere and thunders and just kind of goes on forever because literally the entire atmosphere goes up. You want a little bit less to kind of focus into individual storms to get that severe
1: weather. Not to mention, too, another ingredient that most people would not know about except our weather geek (laughs) friends. Um, There's ingredients called a cap or negative energy. Yeah. So basically, this holds back all your potential energy Mm -hmm. until something breaks through. So there's been many days... These are the worst days as a forecaster, when the potential of severe weather is there, and all you have to do is break what we call the cap, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't happen, and you're looking at partly cloudy skies, and no storms. Yeah, it's the worst forecast
0: ever. And this is where this old book right (laughs) over here comes in handy because I'm I'm old school. You know, I was talking about my grandmother. She. You know, she knew how to read the leaves and, and the woolly worms and everything else. And and I have always thought and always believed, and I kind of like it in the summer, when we'll get maybe seven or eight days where it's just oppressively hot yep. and oppressively humid, and we have that cap in place. Mm-hmm. Um, and you build up that energy. Yeah, You just build it each and every day. And then eventually, usually after a week, sometimes maybe 10 days, you'll have one of those days where the storms just... Explode. Yeah, I mean, and absolutely go crazy. One of those days. Uh, most recently, uh, July Fourth this yeah. past year it was a horrible day for it. But we had been just miserably hot, miserably humid, mm-hmm. leading up to July Fourth, and then that was the day that the cap broke, and we got eight inches of rain in North Myrtle and lightning strikes mm-hmm. and lightning fires everywhere. That's the cap breaking.
1: And that was also the day where I remember forecasting forty oh, percent, yeah, sixty <laughs> percent, yeah, eighty yeah. percent, and sitting on the beach it's like all right we'll be able to and yeah. all it took was one storm yeah, one to storm. blow that entire system and it, up,
0: and it literally went the rest of the day mm-hmm. those storms just fed off each other and exploded off each other for the for the rest of that day. just so
1: everyone knows i was soaked on the beach walking back to the car just to get back in town i think um, a lot of people were yeah because yeah. i was waiting for the flyover right yeah <laughs> yeah and uh no flyover that day not that <laughs> nope. time at all nope uh, i don't know how we are on time i can only assume that we're slowly running out yeah but I do want to push forward to where we can really geek out uh, talking about future severe weather season. Mm-hmm. And next episode, we'll do that. But I also want to ask out of preference mm-hmm. for a typical day, evening and morning, for broadcast. It changes a lot. What's a typical day like for Jamie?
0: Uh, Jamie gets in about 1.30 um, in the afternoon. And first thing I do when I get in is kind of get a feel for what's going on. Even, even at home, I do a quick check. I was to say, yeah, you know, a you know, cup of coffee and I'm checking the forecast models and checking things out and just kind of getting a feel for it. Uh, get here at one start building graphics, fine tune the forecast. Um, start building the graphics that you see every night in the newscast. Yep. Um, and that goes all the way up until I'm on the air and mm-hmm. then there's, uh, you know, radio updates and you're posting on Facebook and doing all of that. So it's a, it's a busy day. Some days you got meetings, um, to keep things busy and then do the newscast home for a quick dinner at 6 30 7 o'clock and then back and it's the nights that i like mm. i'm an early to bed kind of guy yeah but the nights that i do the 11 o'clock news my favorite time to be here is from when i get back from dinner until 11 o'clock it's mm-hmm. quiet the bosses are gone there's nobody knocking on your door are you listening right? bosses <laughs> there's there's nobody bugging you and yeah. that's when i like Crank yeah. out the business side of things, mm-hmm. emails and, and kind of get things ready and whatever project that we're working on. So yeah. yeah.
1: I'm the same way. Except I feel like our schedules are flipped. You come in and it's kinda of like, all right, let's prepare. The morning show is like, yeah, all right, go, 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 go until right. seven. Yeah. And then it's no one's and here until good. nine. Yeah. Right. You're relaxing. You're getting ready for the noon. Um, so it's one of those things where I come in, you said one thirty for you? Oh yeah. Average. I'm about I'm trying to think. Two thirty,
0: a.m 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 <laughs>
1: my alarm goes off at 1 30 and which had to go up earlier with a baby
0: yeah mm. you know i adore you um but if i had the chance uh, I and, know. If, I, and <laughs> if i knew if i knew the viewers didn't love you so much mm. uh we'd probably be switching in a heartbeat so i love is what i'm hearing <laughs> i love morning shows yeah i love to do the morning yeah. show it's I'm fun energy i've always I've always gotten up early. I always go to bed early. I'm just a tired old man, like <laughs> eight nine o'clock, and I'm done with the day. But so getting up at two thirty to come into work, yeah, I love it.
1: Well, maybe if this blows up, the podcast, we'll just tag we team, do. bring a fifth med in. <laughs>
0: I like where you're going. Hopefully, our bosses are listening to that. Yeah, hopefully, they're
1: yeah. listening to the United yeah. Podcast. I know, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are these guys doing now? <laughs> uh, I do want to say, for anyone that is watching on Facebook or YouTube, or I don't even remember where all this is going to be posted, yeah. we are going to answer some of those questions. So, if you're watching this and you say, okay, I have a question about the weather that I want Jamie, more than likely, Jamie, to answer just because you've. As I'm assuming it's going to be about the Carolinas. Unless we reach outside of the Carolinas, yeah, I don't hey, know. We may do that. And we may do that. We're going to blow this thing up. I hope so. We're going big. But... You can ask that on our Facebook comment. We're going to yeah. kind of keep that in mind. We may not answer it there because that will be content for us. Yep. They told us we have to fill 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. So we'll save it for that. Yeah. So Easy peasy, which I think we've already done. I know. I, I was think. told that we are – You're right. I mean, that's how casual this is. That's we're checking right. our phones. We're checking our phones, yeah. Um, yeah, we're done. How did we end a podcast? Uh, thanks for watching. <laughs> be sure to um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to YouTube. Listen wherever your favorite podcasts are found. I don't know. I don't know. And then, like, some cool outro music, maybe? Yeah, I don't maybe. know if we have that.
0: Um, <laughs> so, what's coming up? We're talking about, let's do this real quick. Okay. I promise we're going to show. We're going to try to get some guests on. Yeah. We've got a couple of really great Can't guests wait. that uh, we think are just going to be really fun for you. Mm. Um, and again, those questions and comments. If you want to know, like, the inside baseball stuff about oh, what happens in the it. four walls of WMBF News and yeah. whatever, we're going to talk about whatever because yeah. this is what
1: we do. Mm hmm. Honestly, and we enjoy this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we would much rather be doing yeah. this than some of the other things. So, a lot coming your way. I think next week we're going to talk about winter weather. Yep. How winter's been, and also lack of it, lack of winter, <laughs> and what we can expect maybe for severe weather season. Yeah. We'll like talk it. about that. So, this was Are You Serious? There we go. Number one. What a, conversation a you one. and us. <laughs> we made it. We'll have to keep counting our episodes down. We'll do it. All right. Y'all All right. Good one. Thanks, y'all. Oh,